0: This podcast is brought to you by Continuum and Bristol Tap, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Good evening. Welcome back to the Wessex podcast. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, I'm your host, Truchy, and I'm pleased to be joined this evening by first team centre midfield Dynamo, Connor Collins. Evening, Con. Good evening, Truch. How's it going? Yeah, all good, mate. Yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Happy days. Happy days. Good. Uh, good weekend for us both. When at the weekend just gone, six nil win for the yeah. reserves, and was it five one for you boys? Um. Yeah. Five one in the end for us. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you come off the bench in the end, didn't you? Yeah. Got
1: about twenty minutes, I think, round towards the end. But yeah, bloody um, good performance on both teams, really. Yeah.
0: I remember you come on. You come on for last 15-20, started. Started a scuffle. George come running out of his goal. Got decked by Uber
1: <laughs> Yeah, I did see. I did see that. I did laugh on the uh, on the VO and I did watch it back.
0: Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's George is Jordan. It.
1: <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Chuck. <laughs> that's another conversation. That's,
0: that's a that's a that's a different podcast. Um, yeah, it definitely is. So t- I'll tell you what. What's your what's your thoughts on the season so far? Um, it's been
1: an interesting one. I've been injured for the good majority of it. Um, it's been a shame, really, because, yeah, just the way the season's gone. Um I don't know, there's been, there's been times in the season where it's was lacking a bit, lacking a bit of something. But, um, yeah, the start of the season wasn't the greatest. Um, obviously, beat Telephones to the massive high for all of us. Big rivals, obviously, Telephones. Beat them, and I was like, yeah, this going to be a good season. And then it just went all downhill from there for some reason. But, but yeah, it's been an up and down season. Um, it can happen, but I think we've recovered really well. Um, I'm beaten in seven, eight games now, I think it is. So but yeah, I think um it's hard to sum up the season in one word if you have to try and give me that question. But it's been a very up and down one, but we're on the, we're on the up now, we're on the high. So let's just try and finish strong now, I think, for us.
0: Yeah, from from what I've seen of, of the first team games, it seemed like, like you had that that little slump after such a good start yeah. against Telephones, and then it seemed like a gradual turnaround for me. At first, it was grinding out the results, then the performances got a little bit better as well, and then like watching that second half on Saturday, that that was just a joy to watch that second half. Yeah, it was. So I think, like before, it's it's finally tuning everything from what I can see. Is you know getting getting points on the board, then then having having that little run, and then the football. I mean, results breed confidence as well, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. When 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 you go a little while without a defeat, you're 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 more confident on the ball, off the ball, less nervous. So, what about in terms of the club? I mean, all 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 three teams are. Up at the top, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it's doing um surprisingly well. Obviously, the Colts coming in, obviously their first proper season, and yeah, they're doing extremely well. Um taking it like really, really well this season. I think the Colts and obviously the reserves as well. And in the first had a fourth start, and now we're picking up points, and now we're at the top end of the table. And it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't you I think mean, any of any of us at the Club expected this at the start of the season. Here we are all three teams on on chase for potions. so yeah, it's on the
0: is on the high. Yeah, I mean, me personally, my what I would have, I promotion ain't enough for me. Uh, that's the that was that was the bare minimum of what I wanted to achieve this season. Um, I understand that, the, the, you know, at the at first team level, it's harder to to say. I and I know Tom and Matt would still want to win the league, and the majority of the players would, but being realistically promotion would be a, a huge achievement for the first team it take yeah. it would take take the team up to one division off county level exactly um so i think yeah i, I think if the, if the first and reserves were to get promoted as runners up that would be a a huge achievement for the first team but maybe a little bit of a anticlimax for me personally was a mm-hmm. you know I... Well, you as you know, Con, I stink of silverware. And I like that Indeed stink. Indeed you do. Indeed I, you do. Like, I like that stink. But um yeah, to be honest, like how, how, the, how the table looks now for the reserves, I I I take promotion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, obviously it's always nice winning the league, don't get me wrong. Obviously you've done it as you west it's uh handful of years back now. It's an amazing feeling winning the league. Um yeah, promotion's just it's just as good,
0: really. Was that you? that was your first season you won the league wasn't it? Taking it back now trying to get me thinking. Um I, I got a feet I'm pretty sure it was because I think the season I had to leave the reserves the reserves manager um it was because I, I had to take a job on working working a lot of Saturdays so I couldn't commit um and I you know stayed stayed sort of what you know in contact with Lynn and watching the results because Webbo was running the first team then wasn't he? I think Webbo yeah, took yeah, on the first was, team yeah. after I left. And um, I'm sure it was the season after I left I came to watch that final game. Um, did you score in that game? Um,
1: I don't score many tracks, but... I want to
0: say it was a 2-0 yeah, win, win last game of the season.
1: See, this, this will, Tom be brilliant to have here because you definitely remember this.
0: Um, yeah, figures, I can't remember
1: tracks, but yeah.
0: So you don't you don't remember, remember the year? So I reckon it was either a 2012-13 season or the 13-14 season you joined. I'm going to have to get the medals out. i am going to, have, to have a little gander and have a little look at them. Try and find them. How did it come about then?
1: Um, joining what? Joining Wessex? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think at the time I was playing, I can't remember what I was playing for now, um, I think I was playing college academy football at the time. And I think Tom just asked if was like free on a Saturday to play men's football. I thought at the time it'd be a good good way of um changing up the the, the type of football I'm playing. So men's football can be a lot more physical. So I thought i will give it a shot. I didn't actually look into Essex much in like where they were, what division they were and what kind of league they were in. I just thought it was men's football, playing with mates, or whatever. So yeah, I kind of just took it on and I think I played a preseason game to start off with, um, and uh, yeah, quite enjoyed it. The group, the group of lads that was playing at the time enjoyed, enjoyed that one game, and it's like, yeah, I'll take it on. I'll, I'll play for West Ham to start from there. But it was Tom that got me on board, and it've yeah, been been ever since.
0: So when when you say it was a chance to play men's football and, and play football with a few mates, who who, who were the mates then? Um, mainly Tom, I think I can't remember if Matt. Matt, Matt was
1: in the team at the time, I think he might have joined a bit later, but, but obviously Tom just like, so they're all like a friendly bunch of lads, obviously they all like great men, obviously at that time, um, they'd probably been like 16 at the time, 16, 17, but yeah, it was all all like friendly blokes, like all want to have a laugh and obviously want to play competitive football, so like, because sounds like a good group, so I thought I'd give it a shot and yeah, enjoyed it from the first moment and yeah, it been ever since and that's it really, that's all she wrote.
0: Well, you say they have be- been ever since. I-, I was under the impression you had a little spell away from the club.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, so this, I was probably, what would have been, two, three seasons into Essex. Um, I think this might have been the season after we won the league, I think it was. And I think uh, Weber couldn't fully commit to being the first team manager. So kind of all fell onto our captain, Jimmer, at the time um, to kind of take control of the first team within the training sessions and the way games were going and I think uh, Tom at the time obviously I think he was doing his coaching so he wanted to have some kind of input as well and obviously just I don't know was the best communication between the two uh, between Jimmer and Tom and yeah I just didn't really think it worked out between those two and who was actually taking control when he was calling the shots and I think it kind of that had an impact on the team and performances and the way we were getting results and that season from what I can remember it was just it was a shambles really it was the training was kind of off. It just wasn't the kind of training we were having before, the season before, the performances and games. It was just, here you know, we were getting beat or we were just struggling and it was just all arguments and everything. And it was just like, it wasn't a nice environment to be in. So, yeah, I um, I I took a step back kind of thing and wasn't enjoying it at the time. Um, obviously, I loved playing for Wessex. I've done since the moment i stepped foot in the club. And, yeah, that that very moment in time, it was difficult for me to enjoy playing my football at Westwick. I was like, difficult for me to play competitive football and for me to enjoy it. So I, I did take a venture somewhere else. Went to um, Hamburg at the time of playing um, Bristol Combination, I think Division 1. Um, good, good set of standard of players. When I first got there, there, was a you could see the difference straight away and the way they trained and the, the quality of players they had. And um, yeah, stayed there for about a season and a half. Um, so I joined halfway through the season so yeah I was there in the reserve team for half that season and the following season I found myself playing for the first team um, yeah I was there for a season and a half and then I come back to Essex because unfortunately the, the second season um, into Hamburg it just kind of again fell apart just the training, just the team started just fading away, again just football become difficult to enjoy so I found myself come back to Essex and I've been ever
0: since How'd that come about then? Did you reach out to Tom or, or Wessex or did they get wind that you weren't quite happy and thought, right, let get come back? Or
1: um, On my return, I'm pretty sure the season I had with Hamburg was the way it ended. I think Tom did get in contact with me and just did ask. So I think at the time um, when I was playing for Hambrook, obviously it's a different uh, division to say. So I, could, I was still starting on for Wessex actually. Um, or I did sign on for Wessex that season. So I did play the odd game here and there um, on a Saturday if my team didn't have a game. So I'll see the boyfriend Astra or whatever. So um, whenever my game got called off, I would go in and play for um, Wessex. And obviously, Lynn, um, bless her every time I see her, she was begging, me, begging for me to come back. Yeah. And yeah, it's the way, the way the season went for Hamburg. And when it comes to the end of the season, Tom did ask a couple of times, he didn't pester me, didn't beg me to come back. He just did ask well, what I'm doing next season. And, how it's going and my thoughts are coming back. I thought the way Hamburg went, the quality of football was good and the opposition that I was playing every week was good. It was a good challenge and a good test. Whereas I wouldn't enjoy my football, so I thought I'd come back and play my mates again. And yeah, that's that's, that's where I am now. Just enjoying my football,
0: playing my, friend, playing my friends every, every week now. I mean, yeah, you say Tom didn't pester too much. I'm a bit disappointed in that. That's not how I recruit. <laughs> I I pester. I hang. I I kidnap. I you know, I do what it takes. Yeah, it uh, does not surprise me. It does not surprise me. So you said, like, you said, when um when Webbo decided to take a step back, because I wasn't I wasn't involved in the club at that point. So Webbo took a step back, and it all just sort of fell on some of the players' shoulders. Did it? Would you say the Would you say the infrastructures a lot better now. You know, we've obviously got two first-team managers in the reserves. You've got me. I've got an assistant. Um, you know, Hooper's doing the Colts. He's got an assistant in Scotty. We've also got Mike Callan, general manager. Would you say we're in a stronger position off the pitch? 100%. I'm looking at it now compared to where when I first
1: joined Wessex, the club has grew and expanded so much. Um, in the sense of obviously having that Colts team now and they're doing so well, having all the backroom staff and just everyone off the pitch, if, um, if you like, it's just, it is just a place I thought Wessex would never be at, but we are right now. And it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to be involved in. It's brilliant to see. And yeah, it just, the, the change from when I first joined to how it is now is crazy. And I never thought Wessex would get to where we are now. And we're still growing, still expanding and still wanting to go up, which is just amazing to think.
0: I, I, I sort of I listen to the someone like Hayden Hayden Lee H for example, someone who's played to a really good high standard, or or Sharky another example, Josh Jewell who, who was playing county football before he joined, and and you know when they all say like the the infrastructure and the quality of training, how good it is, it make it you take a bit of comfort in you think yeah we we're obviously doing something right, <clears throat> yeah any um any players that have come and gone that you miss playing with?
1: Um is that in terms of since I've joined Wessex playing with them at Wessex and they've gone kind of thing? Is that like the case? Yeah. Um I'm trying to think now. Um I think the highlight for me was the season we won the league and we got to the semi-final of one of the cups. Fortunately we lost that game, I think, to Cape Gym, uh, 1-0. Um not deserved in my opinion, but yeah, but that, that season, I think just being with that group of players and the way we were playing at the time, it was just brilliant to watch and brilliant to be involved in. And, um, obviously the players that were in that team obviously have changed now. Um, but, but yeah, those, the, the couple of players off top of my head, I think, um, Sam Glasson being one of them, um, just him in the midfield partnership with me and Matt at the time, it was just unstoppable. Um,
0: yeah, that that that's that's come up in a few podcasts. So you had sort of Matt holding you a bit box to box, and he was that sort of number ten slash yeah. eight, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah, and you, you just you 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 remind me of like a Frank Lampard. He just finds himself in the box as a midfielder, like yeah. a striker would, and just just not him all, just slot him away all the time. And just like brilliant players to play with, um, and and that's
0: something you can't train that that instinct. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to think of else is in that team now. Um, uh, striker, is Luke Webster? Is Luke Webster, Paulie, yeah, Everyone Paulie. used to call him by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, that season, he was on unstoppable as well. And it's like the form that he was on, a striker dreams of, because just everything he touches went in, and he was just on fire, causing trouble every game. It was like misplaying with a player like him. Just the, the form that he was on in the season he, he, he's always been a good player always caused trouble uh, playing up front and then any defender hates playing against a striker like that but yeah I, did, I do miss playing with him um, did enjoy playing with him we linked up pretty well with him he's a good laugh as well outside of football so
0: yeah he's another one I think a mess um, who, who was playing at the back in that team? Um, I think now you have Cal at left back? Carl Rogers. I think you might
1: have done. Yeah, Carl Rogers, left back. He was class that season as well. I think we had Cully uh, playing right back for the good majority of it as well. Um, we had Jim. And, I'm trying to think who the centre half was now. I can't for life. You think of the other centre half was?
0: Oh, Paul Buckley, was
1: it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Again, yeah, they, never, never met there. the kitty.
0: I reached. I reached out earlier earlier this season. We were having a bit of a central defensive crisis and so I was just I was just going through like Facebook all, all sorts and the, and the name popped up oh yeah he's he's been mentioned on a few podcasts So he's yeah, um, another one he's brilliant centre half yeah he, he's made a few of the um, a few of our guests dream teams yeah
2: anyone else who yeah, you,
0: bit... you you wish you were still playing with you any, any veterans that have hung up their boots um it was, it says that I think there's a couple of
1: the soft men I've got to try and think now, but when I first started playing for Wessex, they had a, you could tell their real maturity about them and real experience of just playing at that level in men's football. And it was, when I first came into playing uh, for Wessex, obviously, men's football was a different kind of environment and different way of playing. And just, though you need those kind of players around you. I think there was, um, I'm trying to think of names now. Um, it was Lee Flay, it was Dorgs, um, Yes, he was our goalkeeper at the time.
0: Uh, Benham, wasn't
1: it? I didn't think it was Benham when I first joined. I can't remember remember who the goalkeeper was now. There there was was a load of, um, I think, retired now players that uh, when I first joined just helped me grow into playing men's football. And if it wasn't for them, I don't know if I'd be the player I am today. It's like being around those players in In that time, in that team, it just it did help me a lot. Being like a young sixteen-year-old playing men's football and just having those players around you helping you out, talking to you like Weber. Uh, Weber is another one. I'm pretty sure he was playing when I when I uh, when I joined. He was still playing. I think he was in and out doing the managing, but still playing here and there. Just having him on the pit, just talking to you, and just the experience that you could tell he has, um, and just the things you could learn from him. It was
0: really good to really good to have. I think yeah, you you say about learning from from your older, experienced ones. It's not just football. You you learn how to how to act in the changing rooms, don't you? How to yeah. how to have the discipline to be on time and to train well, eat well. You 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 learn all that from the experienced heads, don't you? The ones that are winding down their careers, giving the advice. You know, like look after yourself. I wish I'd look after myself like much better because, it, you know, when when you're young, you feel like you're just going to play football forever, don't you? Yeah, exactly. But it's always the the older, wiser ones that sort of tap into that mentality. So what, what would you say the big... Uh, have you noticed any huge changes in your time at the club from when you joined to, to now? Um,
1: I think one of the the standout ones for me is just how... The recruitment has been since I first joined. Um when I first joined it was kind of like a selective group I would say. There wasn't very much recruitment in the sense of new players coming in. I I it's difficult to probably say but back then when I first joined, you'd probably see less than 10 players or new players that join join the team within the season, whereas now you're getting new players every week and it's just it's refreshing to see. Um, not many amateur clubs have that where it's just you've got so many new faces coming in and all different types of qualities and backgrounds and it's just having that can just bring such a good environment to the club and I think that's probably one of the the biggest changes I've noticed um, since being there is just the recruitment and just the big group of lads that we've got that's just one big family and everyone gets on kind of thing and um, yeah it's just Trying to think of anything else. It's like um just the way about the how everything's run, I guess. Um again, like when I first joined, um, I wouldn't say it was as structured out how it's like how it is now. Obviously, now you've got the team app, you've got a number of people signed on, you've got all these coaches, you've got obviously the management, you've got the free teams, you've got the training facilities that we've got, um, the pitch that we play on, and it's just so organized and just so sorted out. So it's all credit to you guys and what, what you guys are doing. I'm off the pitch. Again, that's like a massive change for me since being at the club. Um yeah, it's just the ambition, I think, now. Um with the club now and where it is, um, and the infrastructure that we have, just the ambition. When I first joined Wessex, it wasn't rant, it wasn't like on everyone's case that uh, oh, we've got to go up, we've got to get promoted. Our, our aims to play county football. We just you played. Um, you turn up on a Saturday and you played to the best of your ability, your best of your standards kind of thing, and just see see where it would go. Obviously, when we won the league and we got to the semi final of the cup. It was like, yeah, won a high, go up, see what we can do next season. And obviously, in the following season after that, it kind of just didn't go very well. Whereas now it's like we all know where we want to be as an aim, and we are uh, working towards getting there kind of thing now. So the ambition, I think, another another thing that's a a big change since I've I've joined her.
0: You'd say it's more like more of a long-term vision rather than just week by week. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. Yeah. Well, and look at us now, we're sat on a podcast. That wouldn't have been happening six, seven, eight years ago, would it?
1: Exactly that, exactly that. And there's like everything we've got on the social medias and the Instagram and what's the podcast we're doing and everything else and obviously having that VO there, like recording the games and stuff is, Stuff that I never thought Wessex would ever have, but we got it now and it's
0: brilliant. It is brilliant to be involved in, it's brilliant to serve. You know, you say about how, rec- how good recruitment being, maybe, maybe us putting all these things in place is attracting players. You know, if they're if, if if they're if they've got a choice of three teams looking to sign them on and then they see what what we've got and what we offer, and what we provide, it could sway a good player. You know, the difference between us getting getting the deal done and, or just missing out
1: yeah exactly that like I think for a lot of players now in and around the league that we're in Um, obviously they see us and we've got three teams and we're doing really well this season they see the VO camera I don't know any other amateur club that has that kind of technology and just the broad amount of players that we've got in all various of abilities that we have Um, and just yeah the whole friendly environment the club has and it's like what who doesn't want to be involved in that so I think it definitely, um, definitely does lure players in to play for us.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I always say how how much of a togetherness there is. Like you, you look at training, and there's obviously uh, mates, mates within the club, like groups of mates. But there's no clicks. That's why, like, you you go to training, and just everyone's talking to everyone. You they, they, we split everyone up into whatever group, and everyone just trains hard, but with a smile on their face.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Guess, it's like you, you,
1: you, don't, you don't get that. You don't get that at this level for many clubs. is It might be a selective amount of players. Obviously, whereas us, the recruitment, all the new faces that come in every week, it's just it's probably nice for them to come in and see how competitive the training can be, but how friendly it is at the same time, and it's in, it's in, like the enjoyment you get from the, the training sessions. Yeah, so it's it's, it's definitely different, but it's, it's definitely something that I think we can brag about because it's something we do really really well.
0: We're talking about them, um, uh, you know. Us doing podcasts a couple of weeks ago was it? I think it was the last podcast we released. We did um, our Frankenstein Wessex player. Do you enjoy that one?
1: Yeah, I did. I did listen to that. It
0: was a it was a good laugh. I did enjoy listening to that one. You had, uh, you had a little victory, didn't you? You got you got voted. Was it nicest face? I think.
1: I think it, yeah, it, yeah, it was that. Yeah.
0: How, how did I that, mean you feel? feel? Um.
1: It's a nice feeling. Obviously, it's always nice to get given something and nominated for something. Um. Uh, yeah. A bit mean. that taking away from Dibble, but. but yeah. Yeah. Rom, Rom exactly, was in the so. reckoning, wasn't he? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's definitely what I could definitely take away from be Like, yep I'll happily take that one. But, but yeah, it's always obviously it's always a nice feeling getting something and getting your name put on one of these podcasts and whatnot. It's always a good laugh, but. Yeah, I'll definitely take it as one of the little wins from there.
0: I think you got just thinking back, I think you won you won two categories. Did did you get um biggest engine stamina? I'm pretty sure it was that one as well. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure, yeah, because when me and Matt were sort of um and who to give it to, I I pushed for you because having played your position, I know how hard it is to play so aggressively. For that amount, for a full ninety minutes, you know the, the amount of ground tackles you make, and, and springing back up, it, it takes its toll. Not not just stamina, but the knees as well.
1: Yeah, it's very yeah. very demanding doing the role um, yeah, that yeah that we do. So when you were playing and what I do now is, is a very demanding role, and it it does take its toll on on the body. Um, yeah, feeling it now only 23 and I feel like I'm 50 but just the way I'm playing I, play I won't ever stop playing like that until I can physically can't kind of thing but yeah it's a very difficult role um but I think I think most teams need a need need that kind of role someone do that role in that position um, So it definitely does help but yeah it's very difficult
0: trust me it, at the moment like you, know, you think core oh, I, I, like you say you're, you feel about 50. I think in that position, like myself and other people who have played that position and, and that that way, we all say every season, God, I don't know how much longer I can do this for. But then you yeah. do, every season you, you do, you just get through it, you push through it. Exactly. Yeah. Might use that yard of pace over the years, but yeah, that's all right. You ask us, so the football and brain comes into play. Then, Trach. That's it. That's exactly it. So, given the choice. Out of winning a big hard fifty-fifty tackle or scoring a screamer in the top bins, what are you going for?
1: Oh, do I dare brag? Um well some some would say I've done that. I've done both this season. So the with the ridings one, could I could I could I get both? Could I get the fifty-fifty and the screamer at the same time? Oh, oh yeah.
0: Goal. yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Yeah. Gone in yeah, gone oh. in for the tackle. He's sort of pulled out of it a little, a little bit, didn't he? So the tackle's turned into a, a lob.
1: Yeah, so... But uh, if, I, if I had to pick between the two... um, I don't score many screamers. I don't think I've scored many... The goals that I've scored for Weston have mainly been like penalties or just sitting around the box and I thing. I haven't actually fully hit one from 30 yards and this floating top corner yet. Still yet to do that. But uh, but, yeah, I, I think the 50-50 for me. Yeah, there's no, no better feeling... Do it Going into a 50-50, knowing that I potentially get it, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's the way I play. And coming up with that ball on the other side, knowing that I've hurt him and I've got up and got away with the balls now, it's no better feeling doing that. Or I've just got got clattered, get up and get on with the game kind of thing. But yeah, as good as it is, scoring score a screamer, yeah, I haven't actually experienced it. Um, yeah, I think the 50-50 for me.
0: It's when when you hear your team you know, you know what it's like, you put a big crunching tackle in, win the ball, and you hear your teammates, don't you, celebrating that little Yeah, it's a little win. It's a little win. Yeah. I think yeah, like you like going in for crunching tackles, that was that was just my job playing every re- I did that all game, every game. So I think if you offered me I, I I'd get more of a a thrill out of scoring a, a screamer. Scored a yeah. couple of decent decent goals from range, but not you know maybe one or two over my old playing career. So I think if you offer me, or what would you rather do? I'd take the screamer, I think. But <laughs> but you still yeah. love those love those tackles, don't you?
1: Love love the 50-50s. It gives you the buzz of the buzz of energy. I think when it happens as well. So like, uh, uh, Redbridge, the first game I come back from my uh, my injury, Redbridge, a season away. That game I wasn't supposed to play ninety minutes. I was only supposed to be on for a half. Ended up getting to the second half. Tom took round to me and he's like, oh, how are you feeling? And I was like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm blowing, but if you need me to stay on, I'll stay on. And it was a, it was the 50-50s and the crunch and tackle that got me through that game. So every time I'd done one, it just just got me up and got me going again. I was like, yeah, give me that five minutes that it? I need and I carried on. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I want to go on to your best 11, Oh, Give us your... um. I want you to name your team who you've enjoyed playing with or, or felt had the best ability in your time at Wessex. Well, or, or any, any club, really.
1: Oh, that's just a difficult one, that's right. Um, We're picking formation now. Do we get to choose a formation as well? Yeah, yeah. what
0: what, what are you playing?
1: Um, I'd have to go with the 4-3-3 at one of the league, so I think i will go with that. Um, What's
0: that, with one yeah. holding mid,
1: midfielder or...? Board. I'd give a two centre mids in the cam, and then you're a striker, and obviously your right left wingers and whatnot. Yeah, the in goal. Three, three, I think. He's in goal for me now. Um, so this, this could be anyone that I played with football in general. Has he got Jeff ram Wessex? Yeah, any any yeah over over your yeah, playing any, career. Oof. Um, I think goalkeepers. I think. For me, right now, um, it's a shame that he isn't playing anymore. But I think Ben McCarthy, for me, just just on the basis of the potential that he had. Um, and I think it would have been brilliant to see him in an experienced place, his full potential. Because I honestly think he'd, he'd be insane as a goalkeeper. He had, he had the foundations to be a brilliant goalkeeper. It's unfortunately, obviously, he stopped playing now. But, um, but yeah, I think for goalkeepers, I'd have Ben just on the basis that uh, he has a lot of potential. And he was a very good goalkeeper as well for his age. Um, still a lot to learn, but the potential was just, it could go anywhere. It was just up there for me. It was, yeah, you could just see it. Um, so he wasn't one of those ones who lived in brief football. We didn't watch football or anything like that. he just come and play for Wessex. But if he was one of those ones that live in brief football, and yeah, he just... He'd be something else, I reckon. You, you, so I'll have to go. I'll, I think I'll have to go to Ben McCarthy. I think it goes from there.
0: I, I think it's an, just a travesty that he's not played. He, he came and had, I think he played three games for me this season, definitely at least two, two or three games. And the improvement i seen from last season was, was massive. And he was, you know, he was, he was a good keeper last season, but he, he, he looked like he'd made improvements of coming off his line and making himself big, being that last. That last line of defense, his distribution was looking better. He, he just looked like he took his game to another level. Yeah, and then decided he didn't want to play anymore.
1: Exactly um, that. Yeah, you, yeah, so you could see it as well from the moment he he first got in goal for Essex. See, so had potential, but you could see he was inexperienced, an and obviously he did make mistakes as we all do. Obviously, him being a young goalkeeper, obviously he made mistakes, but like you said, you could just see you could see him changing and developing and progressing and becoming better. You could see that with just the little things that he was doing. So yeah, it is a shame, obviously that he isn't playing anymore. Cause I think he, you he, he should be insane if he, yeah, he was still playing for us and you could keep on, keep on
0: growing and keep on being as better, better, better himself. But it's unfortunate really. Even physically he was, he was built like you want a keeper to be built when he was six, yeah. six, two, six, three. Yeah. Um, Athletic as well. Yeah, and that as well, yeah. You're probably one of the one of the fittest at a club if you if you're watching pre season that sort of when we were going jogging on the dangs and stuff, fit as a fiddle.
1: Yeah, for a goalkeeper, it's like what more do you want? Yeah. What more do you want? What
0: about um who's who's your right back?
1: Oh, it's a difficult one now. Uh, who's a good right back? I think one that stands up for me and always will do, obviously, I, I think Tom knows him. He played football with him in college. Um, yeah, a kid he called, after, um, he, he, I played with him as I was, uh, playing college football. And my God, he's just, he's an insane fullback. He's just, he's not built, he's not tall. He's, he's probably about, I think he's like 5'10", 5'11". But... If a man doesn't stop running, he's—I've never seen a man run so much in my life. He's a fullback. He's just up and down, up and down. His, his, his technical ability, second to none. Um, I think mean, Tom can even vouch me on this as well. Just watching him play, um, he's just a different breed of player. And um, yeah, I think you yes, are, yes, I think I know them. I think Matt might know him. I think Matt actually went to school with him, actually. And Ben MacArthur um, went to school with him, but yeah, him as a player, I think I've got to have him right back. Not many, not many people. Wessex might not, might not know him or whatever, but yeah, for me, in the time that I've been playing football, I've never known a, a player that can do everything. I only play fullback, but.
0: Do yeah, so you say he was a player? Was he? It was he at Wessex, at Wessex briefly? Did you say? I think he he did actually play a game for us at some point. This has been a handful of seasons. You he,
1: he think you come down for a game? Um, this one we were still playing. Um, over the imperial on the grass pitches. Um, when, yeah, when Abdi did, uh, Hussein was it? Oh yeah, it was. That's yeah, that's what I'm on about. Yeah, I,
0: I thought he was a winger.
1: Um, well, when I when I first started playing, he was a fullback. He might be a winger now. Wouldn't surprise me to be honest. The, the man could play anywhere. But, uh, but yeah, when, so I, when first I started playing,
0: yeah, when I came back to the club at the start of last season, he was on you know my list of players, and um. I think I select selected him once or twice to look at in friendlies or inter club games, and he and he couldn't make it. And I think he um I think he didn't bother in the end. If if that's the same Abdi I'm thinking of,
1: yeah, yeah, it most likely most likely will be. But yeah, he, even Tom can vouch. He's just yeah, he, he's a he's a brilliant player. I, I'm I'm very surprised he hasn't actually gone higher in the sense of. Potentially even being so professional or whatever. I don't know what the reasons are for it. But, but yeah, he, he just, he is a one hell of a player. And I'm surprised he isn't playing a lot higher than what he is. But yeah, he's definitely, definitely going be a right back. I think I'd be confident in yeah. him being there and you do a job every week.
0: What about your centre backs?
1: Um, centre ass. Oof. It's a tricky one, this. I've played a lot of good centre ass over my time. Um Oh, Christ! You give me a give me a difficult one try Uh
0: In fairness, Khan, I, mean, I I did I did preempt you with this question before we recorded yeah, know, I, <laughs> earlier in I the day. I I I said, make, make sure you got your best eleven sorted.
1: Yeah, I thought I got off instinct there and just it just comes straight to my head. But unfortunately, I can't think of anyone right now, but um. I think, I think considering when I was at Wessex and the season that we had when we won the league and um, the player that he was when he was playing for Wessex, I, th- I think I'd have to put Jimmer in there, which might be a surprise to a lot of people. But just him being there, he was the captain at the time as well. Um, and just the time when I was still pretty young playing for Wessex, it's a good leader to have. Um, he talks to you on off the pitch. And he was a good, he was a good player at the back. He was a good centre half. He was solid. Um, could be rash here and there, but it was, it was the very rare occasion he would do something stupid and dive in and give away a penalty. Or I didn't, I didn't think I've ever seen him get sent off. But do
0: you know what? So that, yeah, that's probably where because I, I know Jimmer as a centre midfielder. See, you, yeah. you, you, you get that with when players drop from centre midfield, where you have that freedom to. Put a, put a bit of a risky tackle in and you know, you get a give away a free kick when you, you do it as centre back, and that's when penalties are getting awarded, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but yeah, he, he was a good player to have. I think I think I'd put on my team just in a base that where I was at six at the time. Um, the way he played in that that season we won the league, and then we got to the semi final of the cup. Yeah, he was on he was on softball at the back, and I'm pretty sure he did get a, a
0: handful of goals at centre back, so I think I'd put on my team. Doing well at telephones as well. I think he's in the first team. I think. Up at yeah, yeah, yeah. What about his partner? partner? Not his partner now.
1: Um. See, so yeah, this one.
0: I think now. Uh,
2: I mean,
1: I left back. Again. Yeah, I, I think I could give you one a centre-back here, Chuck. I think, again, the the time being at Wessex and the league that we had is, is just a time that I won't forget because obviously we've done so well in the league and doing so on the cup. I've, again, I've been, I think Paul Buckley, again, in there for me. Um, and just the whole general concept of the, the partnership between Jimmy and Buckley that season having those two there and the season they had, they were unstoppable. And it's like, they 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 give you everything. They give you the goals from set-piece of need there and they give you clean sheets at defending. It's like, what well, more do you want from your two centre-backs? So, I think I would go with Paul Buckley on the basis that that one season that we have, we won the league and somewhere in the cup. Um, Yeah, if I could have those two on that form for that that season in my team, then I think I'd go with those two, Jimmer and Paul Buckley,
0: my two centre-backs. Well, it might it might please you to um to know that there have been discussions with Mr. Buckley recently. I, I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, just seeing where he's at. He said he hadn't he hadn't been playing this. I think he had an injury. I want to say a nasty, like a bit of a complicated broken arm. I might be wrong, but yeah, getting over from an injury, so we haven't played this season. He's saying he's not really sort of mm, match fit, definitely. But yeah, there's there's some discussions. There's always, re- Recruitment work, so. never sleeps, Tom. Yeah, never sleeps, that's what I like to wear. Recruitment never sleeps, Do a better so... Doing a better job than Tom anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I might have to um, kidnap some uh, Buckley family members and, you know, get the signing on papers out. Yeah, hold on for ransom. Yeah. Watch this space, you never know. You know I don't like to talk yeah. about a transfer until it's done. But he's a free agent. And we'll see. We'll see if we can get a deal. Make it happen. Make it happen. What about left
1: back? Left back. Can I put Tom back there? It's your team. <laughs> I would stick Tom left back would be a stupid idea. Um <laughs> left back who's left backs that I've played with. I think again, it's, it's so difficult not to talk about it, but the season that I had just just the west it um I'm going to keep going on about it. The the season he won the league in, done well in the cup, Cal Rogers the left back that in that team for that season, he was unplayable. Again, it was just that if I could get that Kyle Rogers in that team, in my in my team in that season, in that form he was on, unplayable. Um just that yeah, everything was. A bit
0: more pace back then, didn't he? Bit of an engine. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he
1: did. Yeah. And it's it was it was so nice to have a left back like that. He was so versatile in the way he played. And just you can't follow his technical ability as well. Him just being on that left side, you know what was going to happen if you bombed on forward, you know he's going to put a piece of a ball into the box, and he, he can defend as well. He, he He's not scared of putting a tackle,
0: but yeah, if I could have Kyle Rogers on that form, I'd put him left back in my team. He, he defends with his so I've, I've sort of oh, well, I won't say almost converted him back into a left back, but towards the end of last season, I was using him at left back because I, I put him there, I knew he'd played there before, and, and I liked him there. Um. He's been a bit of a utility man for me. If if if, if I haven't got a left back, I'll put Cal left back and someone else centre back. If I'm or if I need him at centre back, then I'll put someone else at left back. He's he's probably split half of his games for me this season, 50-50 at centre back and, and left back. But he's um at left back. He's not a, a Marauding up and down, up and down left back, but what he does offer is great timing in the tackle. Wonderful delivery, but also a football brain. That that left-sided centre back, if he's playing left back, that left sanded, left-sided centre back feels protected. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's football brain. Where where he where he ain't quite got that the, the pace that he used to have, his football brain makes up for that. Yeah, it makes
1: up for one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He's a brilliant player to
0: have. Yeah. What about um? What about centre midfield? Centre uh,
1: so midfield. So I think to start off with two centre mids. Um, oh, this a difficult now, This one because I played with a lot of good centre mids. Um,
0: well, imagine you played with me—that would pick yeah. me right even more. Yeah, the perfect partnership, I think, Trud. Bodies, just bodies scattered it'd be like a battlefield yeah yep, that's, uh, that's what we like to see St John's just ambulance just parked up on yep. the
1: sidelines that sounds like a beautiful Saturday to me <laughs> Um, yes, well, to admit, I'll, I'll, I'll tell
0: I you think... what I'll tell you what big question are you picking yourself
1: <sighs> see I think if I, if I could have myself no injuries fully fit then yeah I'm going to put myself in there um yeah, I think if I if I'm injury, injury free, uh fully match fit, I think I would probably put myself in there. Not to sound big headed or anything, but I'd be confident of myself, my ability being being in that team.
0: Like, um, I don't think enough enough people do pick themselves. I like it when people back themselves that they want to be in there and Yeah. I think I think you've always got to back yourself in the sense that uh you feel like
1: you've got the ability. To play at a high level in your confident yourself
0: there's nothing wrong with that I'd love to when I when I did my 11 I would love to put myself in but I was in the unfortunate position I played with lots of good players and I wasn't particularly great so yeah <laughs> but I think I bet yeah, you're fact, fast truck well I, I, I still got a bit now con yeah <laughs> um, so we, are, are we putting you in yeah, I'll go in at right centre mid. Yeah, right centre mid. Very is that wearing that number seven?
1: Yeah, of course I have to try otherwise I can't play properly. Who's who's next to you then? Um, again another player that I played with at college. Um, I Tom does know him. Um, I think he's playing Western League at the moment. I can't remember he's playing for now. But um, it was, there was two. There was one I went to school with, and one I played at college. Is Brad. Hardridge and Jay Vile. Jay Vile was a player who played at West Brom Academy and he dropped out. Um, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, he, he, he was unreal sentiment. Just, I watched him and just stood there, my mouth open, just thinking, how is he doing this? What are you doing well, whenever I've seen him play? Then there's Brad and um, Jay, uh, no, Jay, Jay Vile. Yeah. J. J Vile. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Not heard that name. Yeah. He- I can yeah, feel some I, I Facebook stalking coming on. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know where I don't know where he's at now playing football, but I, I'm pretty sure you stick him on a pitch and you could see he's still got that about him. But yeah, he was he was unreal when I when I used to play with him and play against him and just watch him play. He just you he just he's so so two-footed and it is the way his brain worked, and it was always just two steps ahead of anyone else around him. It was a joke to watch. But yeah, he, he was class. But then there was Brad um, Hardridge, who's um, playing Western League at the moment. I'm pretty sure uh, Tom knows him from college as well. Just, I think he was at Rover's Academy at one point. But um, yeah, just the most two-footed player I've ever seen. He's a joke of a player, of a centre mid. Just, just spray a pass. You knows when to keep it simple. He, he can do the dirty work if need be. Got a footballing brain, and he's just yeah, he's a joke of a player. Joke of a player. But if I had to pick between the two, I think I'd go with Jay just on the basis that I've known him for longer and I've seen him in in all kind of different aspects of football and seen him year by year. And um, just yeah, how how he does stuff on a football pitch. I I don't know. I i puzzled when I watch him. I'm just like I wish he would do what he, what, what he does. But, but yeah, I don't know where he is playing football now. But yeah, I think I'd stick him next to me just just because he's a joke
0: of a player say what, I'm going to put the podcast on hold now, and my I'm going to start thinking with my my recruitment brain. What's he up to now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he's playing on a Sunday,
1: but Sunday. Yeah, yeah he's playing on a Sunday. He's playing for a pub team now. I'm pretty sure. Actually, thinking oh my about God, it. what a waste. Yeah, it's a bar. Is there's a bar in St. will Actually, what's it called? Oh. It's a bar and stay full, like rot right on the corners or rot right on the high street. I forgot what it was called. I'm pretty sure they've got like a pub football team when they play on a sun, and I'm pretty sure he plays for them. There's a couple of mates I went to school and I'm pretty sure plays plays that team as well. Yeah, he uh well by the uh, by the looks of it, I think from what I from what I he, he just yeah, he enjoys he enjoys having a drink and it's not not so focused on football anymore, but he honestly could have been a serious, serious player, I think, um, if he'd have carried on and stayed at it. But Unfortunately not, but still, he's probably still got the ability. You can still probably see it, just obviously his physical ways might not be there anymore.
0: And you think Tom knew him as well?
1: Yeah, I think the Tom, Tom knew Brad. So yeah, Brad, he we went to college when he played the College Academy team when I was there. Yeah, and he was always in that first team because he was just so good. But, oh, Tom yeah, knew he Brad, but not Jay.
0: And yeah, you knew Brad, but not Jay, no. Well, you won't believe this for timing, but... Mr. Trimble himself has only just logged into the, the zoom chat. So Tom, can you hear us?
2: Evening, mate. All right.
0: Hello. All right. <laughs> All right.
2: Thought yeah. you were busy I busy tonight. I was, I was, yeah, I was. You know, I've got ten minutes. So I thought I'd uh I just just i was just listen to that there. And I I Jay went to SGS as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, you did actually. Yeah, yeah, you do know you do know Jay as well.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, you do. I played, I
2: played with him in um Jamie Shaw Academy, that's up. And sure, see, I, I knew Jamie Shaw. Jamie Shaw Academy, I think that was the West Brom Academy wasn't it, or like the under, yeah. under study of it. I, I'm not too sure, but he was Jay was one of the best players I've ever seen. Like a player, hands down, left foot, right foot. You know, like Jamie Shaw can ping it left foot, right foot. He was literally like identical to it. Uh, he might, he might prove me completely wrong, but as Connor said, I think he is very unfit. Loves loves the booze, and he's he played against Del. He, he's that what Del Shep's team in their league, and when he, they beat him one nil, and that's their only league defeat this season. They've already won the league, I think, this year. Uh, it's like Bar Five Hundred One, they're called or something, isn't that? that's, that's
1: it? That's the one, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They already um, but yeah, from a talent point of view, I've, I've never seen anybody. To be honest, I always forget about him because I was thinking you might m- mention like Sam Glasson or something as well in that middle. But Jay Val F- was an absolute shout,
0: absolute
1: joke for a player.
0: You haven't you an- named your number ten yet, yeah, have you? In that midfield?
1: Yeah, time? I am getting there. I am getting there. We uh,
0: we, we yeah. stop in the recruitment now. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go back on with the podcast and uh yeah, Tom, okay. we'll, we'll 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 chat about about Jay afterwards <laughs> after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah number
1: 10 number 10 I think um, again off the basis of the league that we are, uh, the league win that we had um, a couple of seasons ago Sam Grasson if we could put him my team on that form he had that season and playable centre centre attacking midfielder Um feel mean now because I, I feel like I'm leaving out Solomon just Solomon for me he just, he's a dazzling player. He's like a Paul Pogba when I watch Solomon play. And I play with him, he just reminds me of Paul Pogba. Everything he does is in slow motion, but it just comes off and it's just so fancy and it just looks amazing. But, but yeah, good Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba on Pogba, 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 Pogba a good day, Solomon is. But I think I'd have to go to Sam Glass number 10 for me, just on the basis that uh season that he had, we won the league. Unplayable, he could do everything. Scored goals for us, important goals. To do the midfield role. He he, he played the simple pass with need be and he could also play the expansive pass that need be. So I think I'd have to stick with that number 10
0: for me. He's made a fair few of these podcast 11s. yeah. Time. Rightly so, so. Rightly so. And going going back to Solomon, I think the, the best thing for to mention about Solomon at the moment, however good he is at the moment, he's far from the finished article. He's exactly only going to get better. And it's it's gonna he's one of those this it's gonna be really exciting to fast forward two years and see see the levels he's at, Solomon.
2: His last couple yeah, of games. Bought. My god. Yeah. Well he's turning it like he's turning into the player we thought he was gonna turn into. And it was a bit of a there was a point one there where we thought, oh, is he like is he gonna be as good as we think he's gonna be? And at the moment, this purple batch he's hitting. Yeah, Phil. he's, he's adapted his game as well. He's a lot more. Defensively switched on now.
0: Gets stuck in. I've noticed that.
2: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even call him. It's more like a number eight now. I think to be honest. Like, yeah. You know, sits tucks in and a when defending, but obviously the number ten when attacking. Yeah, unreal. Glass the glass and is. He's the same as Jay to be honest. They yeah. just like their, their mindset isn't. They don't want to get. They don't want to play to the best they can anymore. Like they're they're our age. Like they're literally we're all the same age, aren't we? Yeah. Um but yeah their, their mindset I just don't think is you know can I can I still get paid? Can I pay you know, play tool station? It's just it's just drops off, which is a shame because football ability wise, like that midfield free there is ridiculous. Like right? yeah. Ridiculous.
0: What well, um who's on your right wing,
1: Com? Oh, it's only one man here. We all know who that is. I, I don't want to say because he's here now, but I'm gonna have to and I. Oh,
0: um, again. Yeah, unfortunately Sal. <laughs> so. Christ, I've got to see his face now. Um yeah, yeah, I, but yeah, before, yeah, before yes, you go totally any further, tell, Con, I'm worried that the the one the one the one you're about to mention, he can't edit ball. He's too hot-headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's got a bit of a belly Can since COVID's it. Can't edible. Wow. <laughs> Go on Confirm it And calm. Yeah. Must be worse fears Yeah
1: It's going to ask you The main man that is Thomas Trimble Hit Right oh. wing for me Yeah It hurt, hurt, hurts me to say it But i got, got to try and think Is there a better right wing In played Unfortunately There isn't Yeah I'll have to give it to Tom We all, we all know What his qualities are And where his flaws are But his qualities outweigh the flaws, so you've got to have him in your team. Ever since being at Wessex, obviously Tom brought me here and seeing how Tom's changed his game, it's how he used to be, his barn on his head and his bright pink boots and just trying to wind up 40-year-old blokes and trying, to get and trying to get him sent off. Yeah, he's, he's changed his game ever so slightly, but it's still, still the quality of when I first started playing at Wessex with Tom he's still got that and he's got even better with it and obviously we all know we all know what he does with his left foot he's like an iron robin kind of thing he cuts in you can't stop it You all, we all know what he's going to do you just can't defend against it so yeah I think right wing definitely, go, definitely has to go to Tom
0: yeah he, he tops the gold charts he tops the assist charts probably tops yep. the yellow card charts as well but yeah and guess... tops the uh, shots off target as well he gets the nice. job done Danny. yeah what exactly about on that. the uh on the other wing who's your left winger oh
1: my left winger Christ I'm in a predicament now I've got to think because I haven't actually thought about a left winger
0: well they're oh. quite crucial can part I, of the 4-3-3 free free system
2: can I yeah I know Yeah. <laughs> what, what was um, I know you only played with him a couple of times but there's Ryan and John J coming to your mind
0: Yes,
1: yes, start thinking about it. I think a lot of the time when I played with him, I think he was playing right wing-back for us at the it time. He was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was playing right wing-back. You could tell he wasn't a, a right wing-back, but he'd done a lot of a job there. But yes, I think, again, just the the age that he was at and the ability that he had, it's like you could see the potential and it was like, my God, like just put him in the right team, give him the right amount of coach, and then give him five, ten years, he'd be one a player. But like you now you've mentioned that, Tom. Yeah, he, he, for the age that he was and the stuff that he was doing, I think I might have to stick him in the left wing because I can't think of anyone else. But he was a solid player for his age. And I don't know where he's at now and what he's doing. But, but yeah, so it's a very good chat actually, sticking him the left wing because he was one another player.
2: Trying to think of him. Um, to be honest, like, since I've been at Wessex, there's not been many. No.
1: There's not been many left wingers. So I think I could I could potentially stick Jack Miller at left wing on the basis that we all know what he can do. But I think, obviously, his form this season has been from the right wing. Um, I'm pretty sure ever since he, he joined Wessex, he was playing left wing a lot of the time, wasn't he? I think Jack, I remember for the reserves when he first came into the team.
2: Yeah, I actually prefer him right now, though. Like, even though he's yeah. right-footed, I, I, I prefer him right wing. He's got yeah, an old-fashioned,
0: old old-fashioned winger's delivery, hasn't he? He's yeah. got a, yeah. a good, a good swing from his right boot, behind yeah. almost behind the defence, hasn't
2: he?
1: Yeah. Yeah. no now, now, mention I think uh, Ryan might have to go in there. I guess you he got. Was, I guess uh, got
2: All Ray as well. who was left wing back yeah. when we got promoted, and I, I guess his, his natural position is is a is a winger as well. But yeah, it's not there's not many wingers.
1: There's not at all. Yeah, there's not, not many that I've played with us. It's been
2: he it, it was winger when we won the
1: there. league. It was is it James? It Russell. Russell. Russell, yeah. Really? Russell, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was yeah, he was left wing for us, wasn't he? He was, yeah, I think he was, you know. Yeah, because you, you're on the you're on the right. You had uh Paulie up front and Russell on the left, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, not many, not many wingers at all.
1: Yeah, I have not I can't recall playing with any standout wingers now, thinking about it. Um it was a couple I played with at college, uh a Brazilian kid he called Vinny. I'm pretty sure I don't know what kind of level he's playing at in Brazil now i um, the I still got my Instagram still posting post and stuff, but it seems like a high standard of football he's playing um back at home. But he was another player. I don't know if you've ever seen him play Tom. Um yeah, he was like probably like five foot. He was smaller than me, but my God, he was like you. you know the Brazilians when you watch them play, with that flair, and you just you, you see when they step foot on the pitch and they start touching the boys like yeah, he just he's just got five star skill and he's gonna start yeah. twisting people out. He was one of those kind of players. Now thinking about it, I think about to put him a, a, a left wing, I think I might stick him in there. And actually, about because he was a joke of a player as well. But Ryan was a good shout. Yeah, I think I'd stick Vinny in there. Um, was, 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 was Tobias are we at? oh yeah Tobias Hart <laughs> as well the old, the old famous guy yeah E-e-e-e, he's actually, getting back yeah. in England yeah. isn't he my yeah we, we seriously do we seriously do actually get that make that phone call get him back over here. I'll,
2: I'll message him right now
1: <laughs> yeah you need to, you need to. And that, you, I completely forgot about Tobias as well. Oh, my god what a player he was yeah he was something like, he was a winger as well Actually, he was playing Western League when he was in England, wasn't he? he used eight, play- yeah, big yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was something else. I don't know how we didn't get into that college academy team actually, but, but yeah, he was a joke of a player, absolute joke of a player. Actually, I'm thinking about that. So, who are you going what for are you then, Encon?
0: You going for I mean, Ryan and John, Drake, about... Vinny or Tobias?
1: I uh, I'm going oh, to have to go to Tobias now. Tom's mentioning yeah. him now. I got have have to go with. What on. was his
0: surname? Tobias Hart. I think his heart went up. Yeah, yeah. Halt. Okay, that's yeah. I'm just yeah, making a note of that. I'll be on Facebook yeah. later. I'm, I'm on yeah. it now. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is how recruitment works.
1: Yeah, scouting. I like to see it. Yeah. Do you know?
0: Um, Con, do you know the the keeper who, who me and Tom have had a few chats about Connolly? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Who have you got? Who did you go in goal? Sorry, I missed it. Who is was the goalie yeah Ben. Um.
0: Yeah, Ben
1: McArthur. I just, yeah, it. yeah I think it, it's up for big debate. And I think my team's going to cause a lot of controversy here. But, but yeah, I've just gone off of a lot of uh, when we won the league and players' forms that, that they were in in that season. I think they were unplayable. Um, It's a mix and match, really. But I think Ben, to me, in goal, yeah, like I said earlier, it's the potential that he had. It's just that, yeah, he, he, could have, he, he could be
0: something in class. Actually, I'm just thinking Tom might be able to help, help us out now he's uh, joining the podcast. Tom, Con put it right back, a kiddie called Abdi. Would that be Abdi Hussain?
2: That's the one, yeah. Yeah, I, I see, I thought... Oh, no, out. no. You're on about a different Abdi. So you, a, you're on about the one that came in pre-season?
0: Yeah, I think I selected him for the in the club, didn't he?
2: He was he was playing for the reserves. yeah, Abdi Hussein is it? Abdi Razak is that? that that's
1: it? the one. Sorry, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Like
2: Abdi Razak. Oh, uh, uh. Abdi Razak. Yeah,
1: Abdi
0: Razak
2: Hussein. I think his name is. R A Z A K.
0: That's another one for me to do a little bit of.
2: He's he's, talking with. like. For someone I said he, for example, you've got like the Jays and stuff who are just happy playing, you know where they are. He's the complete opposite. He's like very, very high. Like he wants to make it to the top still. He started his own football team, didn't he? Like, is it not Bristol Phoenix, but it's like oh, what is it? Something Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like he's just really ambitious. He's doing football camps. He's just football, football, football. Genuinely, not like one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, as well.
0: Oh, it sounded like you until you said, generally, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, my God, what a talent. He, he can play anywhere, though. He's one of them players, really.
1: You could stick him anywhere. But when yeah. I first got to know him, he was a right back, and my God, he was just one of our Yeah, yeah,
2: fully agree with that.
0: Um, okay. So before we before we go on to your number nine, we'll quickly recap through your team com. So you went with yeah. Ben McCarthy and goal. Back four you had Abdi Razak right back. Callum Rogers left back. Jimmer and Buckley, centre backs. Midfield you had yourself like it, alongside J Vile, with Sam Glasson just in front. Tom Trimble on the right wing. Tobias Hart on the left wing. Who's completing that 11? The big number nine shirt.
1: Oh, the big number nine. Oh, I oh. <laughs> see now, if I don't say his name, I know he's going to have a get at me. Um, so I've got, I'm going to have to get some nominees This. So I'm going to have to go with Jordan Evans, my first one. He's a nominee for me, for my number nine. If I don't mention him, he'd probably beat me up. Um, well, Jordan Evans, and then there was obviously Paul A, the season that he had.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, what well, the strikers that have I played with um, there's a couple when, uh, when I was playing in college I'm um, pretty sure they're playing Western League now Um <laughs> trying to think you are I think you are there's one of them uh, David Sims up. I think there was one of them
2: you can put Dre Walker to... in that I would have thought as well
1: yeah from a. yeah definitely
0: Oh strikers they played yeah. yeah, I want you to pick out of ability, not loyalty. Oh. Not
2: loyalty. Not loyalty. <laughs> not loyalty.
0: Well <laughs> I, I know Jord will be in your ear roll. We all know he'll be in your ear roll if you don't pick him, but I don't want that to influence yeah. your decision.
2: That that, that season Paulie had when we won the league. Was that a thirty goals. I think I think he, did. I think he, I
1: think he yeah. did hit thirty goals. Yeah, and it was like you missed you missed opportunities in that season as well. It was like you, you expected to score because the form he was on, so you'd make up for it ten minutes later by scoring an hat trick. Yeah, and it's just like you can't you'd miss one sitter and just go and bang an hat trick in the same game, and it's like that form yeah. and the player that he was that season. Yeah, unplayable. Um, so I think for me it's a toss up between Paulie and George. Ah. Oh. <sighs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's
1: not gonna end was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, ah, we see all of quality Jordan as as well. Um I, I think it's, it's been annoying because I don't think I've seen Jordan at his peak for a long period of time at Wessex. Obviously, has been broken down obviously with the COVID hit season with injuries and stuff that he's had and when he first come to the club. But we want to call it these Jordan Scott. I just I wanna see Jordan at his best, no injuries, fully fit, playing on form for a good period of time. If I could see that Jordan, I think I would give I think I'd probably stick in my team. But right now, knowing that what from what I've seen, I think I'd have to go to Paulie just on that one season that I had. Oh <laughs> you yeah, still
0: gonna
1: be happy with oh, yeah. I know he's not you still gonna be happy with but I'm gonna have to go oh, with Paulie, unfortunately, Jordan. Oh I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna end with this now. I've made a big
2: mistake. You're gonna to have to, yeah. You're gonna to have to call it off this weekend, mate. Make an
0: yeah, excuse yeah. to get out of it. On a positive, uh, I n- know injured. Someone like this is only going to motivate him. That's true. It's yeah, it, 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 yeah. he, he will literally, yeah. As soon as he gets back in that centre forward role, yeah. he'll so have a point hopefully... to prove for you.
2: <laughs> It'll, hopefully, it motivates him in goal this year. though, but yeah. next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a big shout. That's a big big yeah,
1: shout. i, I I've, yeah, I've had to go with it, unfortunately. I think with Jordan, it's just yeah, it's just not seeing him on or at his best for a long time. Whereas he was one that season and just Paulie was at his best. I want to see I know for a fact that Jordan's at his best doing what Paulie done. Jord will be a ten times better striker than what Paulie was. At, I, 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 I agree with that. Yeah. I,
2: I think Jord has I think Jord is a better player than Paulie, but as a season, Paulie's had a worldly other season. I don't think Joel's had a an amazing season yet. He had a good season when we got promoted. And then started off the season after well. I think he got a hat-trick, didn't he, against um uh, Stoke Rangers or something. Yeah. Um started the season on fire. But then he's since then, to be honest, he's been hit by injuries, and you can't base a, a quality off of no consistency.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do his podcast again in two seasons time when Jordan's hopefully up front, banging in press again. yeah I'll I'll stick him up there but yeah i will go with Paulie I think
0: like it strong 11 strong 11 so just before we wrap up the podcast give us a little bit about what what Wessex and Lynn mean to you then oh where do I start Trach you sure you want to end this podcast
1: Christ (laughs) um oh it is is a lot it is when I think about Wessex is is everything really like throughout the week, just like on the off season, that's all I think about is Wessex and football and just trying to make Lynn as happy as you possibly can. Obviously out by that is obviously all the teams winning. Wessex going up. And yeah, it is it is brilliant to be involved in Wessex. And this is the most difficult thing when I left and went to Hamburg. It was difficult for me to leave. Um, but it was so easy for me to come back. Cause it was just like my mate all my mates were here everyone that plays to Wessex, everyone's all friendly, you get on with everyone at the club. Such a nice environment to be involved in and on top of that, everyone wants to be competitive, everyone wants to excel and everyone wants to progress and go up. Um, yeah, it, it does mean the world to me and it's like, I think it shows with a lot of players in the way they play on the pitch on a Saturday. You can you can just see it, the passion that everyone has. Everyone plays for Wessex and it just, it just shows how much it means to everyone and it's like, when um when we lost that cup semi final against Cham, literally in tears. I was like just like I felt like I've let the club down kind of thing. Like we've done so well in the cup, lost one nil only just, and it was like for a wrong decision. Like we I think we did actually score that game, but the ref allowed it. And it's just like it's not many clubs as like that can kind of bring that kind of emotion um to players, and especially to myself. It's just like it was raw, it's raw emotion playing for West Ham and it's like. I think when, when you join and you start playing for Essex, you, you quit, it quickly gets a hold of you, and uh, yeah, it becomes uh becomes a marriage, it becomes a marriage. I think when you are signed for Essex, you start playing for us. But it is the
0: best thing, though. It's the best thing.
2: Brilliant. Nice words.
0: I think that's where we'll wrap it up for this week's podcast. But um, yeah, thanks for being a guest, Con. You've been on our list yeah, for a while.
1: A pleasure, happy to do it again.
0: Yeah, well, um, before you go, any anything you'd want to any content you want us to put out, anything you want to hear, any any topics you'd like us to discuss? Or, um, oh, I think,
1: oh, uh, they a compilation of uh, I think someone's got to go for the V. we need to pay someone serious money to go for the V for the season. find the best bloopers in the games or the best mistakes or the best tackles, best goals you scored or the best save. Yeah, I think we'll have a massive vote for it or something, I reckon.
0: Best, best moment. Yeah, best moment. Yeah. That could be an end of season podcast. Funniest moment. Best, best moment. Stupidest moment. Yeah, I like the sounds of that. Yeah.
2: All
0: right. Well, um, yeah, and, and again, that goes out to all the listeners and the, the subscribers. Feel free to get in contact with the club. Tell us what you want to hear, what you want us to chat about. Um, yeah, another another shout out to our sponsors, Continuum and Bristol Tap, who helped make this possible. Thanks again, Con, for coming on the show. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thanks, for, thanks to Tom for chipping in at the end. No worries,
2: mate. All good.
0: And um, yeah, keep listening. Stay subscribing and we'll see you soon. Wessex out.